0: This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman, and I'm so glad to have you with me again today. And today I have my friend, Freddie Fontaine, otherwise known as DJ Backspin with me, and this is going to be a different kind of podcast. I'm actually really excited about this one, and I'll explain to you why it is that I wanted to bring Freddie on the podcast, but for now, welcome, Freddie.
1: Hello, hello. Pleasure.
0: (laughs) So glad you're here. So, you you know, I talk a lot about health habits, and um, my passion is teaching people how to create habits for a healthy lifestyle. So you'll hear me talking a lot about nutrition and fitness and self-care and work habits. Time management is a huge passion of mine. And all of that is great. But you know, there's another piece of the puzzle when I think about, you know, at the end of the day, I want people to live a good life. I want to live a good life and I want to help other people live their best life. And part of that is experiencing joy and doing things that you love that make you happy. And it's kind of sad that it can be really easy to let that slide. You know, we get so caught up in our work and all the demands of our personal life that sometimes that's the last thing on the list. And as I've gotten to know you Freddie over the years, um, is something that's really struck me about you is that you live your life through your passions and your passion always shines through in what you do. Thank and you, thank I you. think it's so amazing that you've been able to combine what you love and what you're really passionate about with your career. And so I wanted to bring you on today so we could have a little chat about that.
1: Sure, sounds good to me.
0: So let me tell everyone a little bit more about you. So um, DJ Maxman has been in the industry for over 22 years. He's one of the premier DJs in the Boston and New England area, and he's taken his talent overseas as well to countries such as the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Bermuda, and Cancun. And he is a really talented MC host, and just I, I I've, I've seen it firsthand. He's an incredible DJ. Um, he also is a talented photographer and we're going to hear a little bit more about that today. And that was another thing that really caught my eye as I've gotten to know Freddie in part, um, on social media is just seeing his talented, um, his talent in in photography is just really amazing. So he's a man of many talents in the arts. (laughs) And so let's talk about that. So welcome again. Um, So tell us a little bit about how you got started in the music industry.
1: Well, my family is very big on music. Um, We've all, between my, I have a huge family, a lot of cousins. Um, My parents were very big into music. So coming up as a kid at my house, Friday, Saturday nights, systems blasting. It could be anything uh, musically. Uh, My dad, he definitely used to enjoy, you know, listening to Haitian music, um, salsa, merengue, uh, a variation of all those types of Caribbean style music. And then, you know, also when we would have family come over, we would be playing everything, um, electronic music, hip hop dance, you know, house music. And with all the different, you know, influences from my dad and my cousins and, you know, watching MTV as a kid, it just really start, struck with me. And I, uh, just started taking on to enjoy music and that's kind of how it started.
0: So it really was part of your life from day one, just kind of part of everyday household life.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so what is it like, the road to becoming a DJ? I mean, it's not the easiest industry to work in. So what what has that journey been like for you?
1: Um, definitely a lot of learning. Um, I started from scratch, literally, you know, took an old turntable from my my dad and then, you know, had an old receiver, which basically would connect the speakers and that would play out and I had to just kind of really pick up on everything and learn from scratch. Um it was it's it was a fun experience cuz I started when I was about 16. So when the hunger was there, it was like I just wanted to take in everything, learn all the pieces of equipment, see what what's what. And we didn't have all the technology we have now like I can google something and find it. Before I would have to really do the research network or talk to people who are in the industry. So It's, uh, it's been a lot of wheels turning. There's a lot of good and fun, but there's a lot of, you know, things that you got to deal with as you're coming up as a DJ, whether it's, you know, chasing your money at the end of the night from a promoter, if you're doing a nightclub or trying to make sure you satisfy your clients and something goes wrong and you just have to kind of learn how to go with the ropes on everything.
0: Yeah. It's a business that encompasses many different facets you know there's the actual music and mm-hmm. creating the playlists and i'm not, probably not even gonna get the terminology correct because <laughs> i'm not <laughs> i'm not up to speed on it but um you know making your customers happy you know just on the music side of things but then there's the whole back end of it the the business side of it, and then the technology and the equipment and everything and lugging all that equipment <laughs> all over the place so yeah. a, lot of, a lot of components
1: definitely is definitely is <laughs>
0: So what is it like, I mean, you have the privilege, people hire you for the most important moments of their life, and you have the privilege of witnessing these amazing, amazing events and being part of people's inner circle. So what is that like?
1: It's fun. Um, I think for me, I take a lot of pride in building with my clients, getting to know them. Um, A lot of times we end up becoming friends or just keeping a network and keeping in contact because usually for weddings it's about a year and a half planning a year to a year and a half sometimes two years depending on the people uh to plan out a wedding so that whole time frame you know between emails phone calls zoom calls you're getting to know each other sometimes we would you know before covid I would meet with my clients and we would talk and maybe grab some tea or we'll grab a coffee and you know help plan and prepare so you get to know the people you 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 know i like to take it in as like i'm there dedicated guy. Like I don't have any other weddings for the year. Like you're dealing with just me and I just make it warm and make them happy. And it's, it's fun. I think I really take it all in and enjoy it. The most is when I know that I see the drinks are flowing and family members are hugging and the dance floor is moving. And you see all different walks of life from far and wide, just all having a good time, you know, and that's what I always try to tell them. We're here to celebrate you too. So let's make it a magical night you know, through the music and let's make it fun.
0: Yeah. I, I can just imagine those moments as you sit back, you've kind of set the stage for all these memories to take place. Mm-hmm. And then you can stand back and almost like look down from above and just watch it all happen. Your heart must just like feel so fulfilled. Oh
1: yeah. It's, it's amazing. I, I definitely enjoy it.
0: And especially, you know, if you've really gone to the effort to get to know these people and you know, you're not just you know, they're not like, uh, you know, strangers to you. you've you really gotten to know them. And so to see people that, you know, and care about be happy and be celebrating these amazing moments, it just must feel incredible. So I'm like, you get to do that as a living.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I enjoyed it. I remember one of my, uh, one of the brides when we were wrapping up the wedding and I was like, well, guys, you know, everybody's all drenched in sweat, leaving, saying goodbyes. And I was wrapping my equipment up and one of the brides came up to me and I said, well, guys, that's it. This is where I this. I told you from the day one till now, this is this is what I wanted to make sure we did. And we did it. We accomplished it. And she gave me the biggest hug and was crying and just like, Freddie, I don't want this to be over. And she's like, this oh. is like it's I'm, it was the best time I had. And I just want to thank you so much. And it, it those type of things really, you know, really hit me.
0: Oh, yeah. You must drive home on such a high after a night like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely do. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So what is it about music? I mean, why do you think music is so powerful to set the stage for such an emotional experience, both for you and for the clients that you work with?
1: Well, you got to think music's universal. So no matter walks of life, no matter what your background is, wherever you come from, music is always incorporated into everything. Whether you're doing watching TV commercials, you're watching a movie, you're you know listening to the radio. Um, it's And it's it just resonates with everyone, young, old, in between. It just something at a certain time in life, it just makes people happy. And that's the one thing I appreciate about music is that, and when I DJ, is that I know a lot of people are so used to hearing normal things what they hear on the radio, but I enjoy kind of doing it left field where I like to surprise people with songs like, oh my God, I haven't heard that song in so long. It And when you when you give that emotion out through your music, it really brings people together, brings out a lot of emotions, a lot of happiness. Um, And that's kind of the way I've been building up my blueprint of how I do my work.
0: Isn't it amazing how evocative a song can be? I mean, it can take you back. You may not have thought about it for 20 years. And then you hear that song and it takes you back to the moment you heard it. You know, maybe you were 14 and Mm -hmm. sitting in your room, listening to music and going through whatever 14 year olds go through. And it just it has the power to bring back all these memories that you haven't thought of and the feelings. I mean, like it's as if you were going right back in a time warp. And
1: yeah, right ex- there. exactly. You got it. See, you, yeah. you know, the whole DJ, DJ lingo.
0: I'm <laughs> getting there. So I don't know if you saw this, but I wrote, I wrote a little blog about this on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I'm a big Peloton rider and um, Peloton. So this is all new to me. The whole spin world and everything, but. and I'd always heard people talk about it, the music, the music. It's all about the music. And I didn't really get that because I'm not no offense or anything. I'm not a huge music person, yeah, um and so I didn't really get it. But I, you know, for whatever reason, I've gotten really hooked on this peloton. and now I get it. I mean, these songs, That they pull out and they have, they have this ability to create this feeling and the whole experience when you combine music and movement and sweat and all that. I mean, it's just really incredible. And so one of the Peloton instructors said this, and then I went afterwards, I went and I did some research, but he was talking about the part of your brain that's responsible for that. Have you, have you seen any of this research?
1: Uh, no, not that. No.
0: Yeah. It's kind of obscure. And I had forgotten all about it. I happened to have taken a class about it in, uh, in college. And so it brought me back, but there's actually a part of your brain where, where the music is processed and it's linked to memory. And so, and emotion. And so it's like the three parts, the three functions are all tied together in one part of your brain And that's why it's so evocative because the music is tapping into the memory and the memory and the memory and the music are tapping into the emotion. And so it's all experienced at once. And there's, there's a reason. There's like, there's a biological reason for that. It's really really fascinating.
1: And while you're on that, you know, I actually have done a few events where the people like if I've done fundraisers um, and things where people are doing like something to similar to what you're mentioning, where they're doing like the cycling, yeah. you know, and they have the trainer and the songs are what really drive them. So like the the trainer is putting all her emotions into it. The music is pushing you. Yeah. So like if a certain part of the song is like, you know, like hardcore and you're like really trying to go uphill and they, they set their program so that if you're going uphill, the song is going to have something that's very impactful. Yeah. That's going to want to drive you through. And then as you're kind of cooling off and getting towards the end, the song might be a little bit more softer and subtle and the and then the trainer's voice is nice and smoother yep. and lower. They, they work it out real well. And I've, I've done a few of them. So I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's all very scientific. I have no idea what it is, but the whole, the beat that they choose and, you know, and how they, you know, they want to target a certain beat to get your heart rate to a certain place. It's all very methodical, but, um, but I'm really seeing through that, just my own limited experience through that you know, it's, it's reminding me of the power of music and I can only imagine how you experienced that on a, you know, like tenfold, you know, on a much more, uh, a much greater level, just being able to host these events and creating that feeling for these big crowds. Um,
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's been fun. It's, it's, it's a good time. I love it.
0: I'm sure you're itching. I know this year has been so hard. You're one of the first people I thought of, you know, and not that I want to derail us onto a covid conversation, but um mm-hmm. you're one of the first people I thought of when all the, you know, the music and the um entertainment industry was shutting down and I'm sure it's been so hard this year oh, to yeah. not be able to do what you love.
1: It's been a very interesting roller coaster ride. Um, when everything t- took off last year, you know, I'm going to keep it very brief, but when they started shutting down everything that it was just a storm of cancellations and postponements. And basically it went from having a, it was going to be one of the biggest years I've had for weddings to literally nothing. You know, I only did maybe four weddings and that's like, Mm. that was shocking to me. But, you know, as things are slowly, you know, I think what's cool about it is, is now everyone's learning a new blueprint on how to proceed forward. In case this happens again. Um, Micro weddings was a big thing. Outdoor weddings was a big thing. So, Now people are being a little bit smarter on how they're doing things. Venues are working on different ways to make it work for clients. Um, Some people are like, you know what, we're going to continue and go forth with it. Uh, As to others, like, no, we want to wait and really have the effect of everyone together, which it seems like now they're opening the dance floors again and... People might seem to be comfortable whoever's comfortable can go up on the dance floor, yeah, um as to what before it was restricted, so yeah oh. uh, this year a lot of the weddings are sticking, I think about eighty to ninety percent of my weddings are all sticking for this year, so that's good,
0: yeah, I think this year you know things are looking up, thank God, and mm-hmm. I'm sure this year is gonna be much better and you know it's redemption you've you've earned it after after such a year, but um yeah, so have you? Like, have you worked on anything new since you had time away from what you normally do? Have you been working on other hobbies? So let's actually maybe let's talk about this. So another thing I happen to know about you is that you are a really talented photographer. And so tell me a little bit about how you got into that and kind of how that plays a role in your life.
1: So photography, actually, it's a very interesting thing. A good friend of mine, he was really big into it, um, I would say about a good six years ago. And, you know, time to time, I would keep a look on his at his work. And, you know, when well, we would go into town to get some lunch or something like that, I would kind of catch him doing some photos and stuff. I'm like, what, what, what's he doing? And then eventually, I kind of started looking around like, you know, this is actually pretty cool. And I definitely enjoy Boston. I enjoy the city. I enjoy landscape, architecture, um, a lot of different things. So I just started getting an eye for it. And I'll be honest, it's The photography is very therapeutic. It's a good way for me to get out of the house, get some exercise, clear my mind. You know, whether I'm listening to music or not, I just would, you know, even just go for a nice walk around Boston, North End, Seaport District, you know, Cambridge, wherever. And I would just take some time and map up my day and do my photography. And it just became a good, fun hobby. And um, it's just something cool to do. I see a lot of people and appreciate it. I have people from all walks of life that are following me on Instagram that are reaching out. and just like, your photography is amazing. Thank you so much. I look forward to your work. So it just kept on going.
0: Yeah. You, I think you really have something unique. I mean, I love how your name, the name of your, was that the name of your business or just your Instagram page, the behind the lens?
1: It's basically, it's just the name I came up with, but it's going to be the, the brand moving yeah. forward.
0: It's so good. It's because you just have this eye from behind the lens. You just captured there's something unique. And I'm telling you that you have the power to make my morning. You know, sometimes I wake up and I'm just, you know, scrolling through Facebook and then I see this incredible picture that you've taken. And it just makes my morning. Yeah, no oh, thank you. No joke. I appreciate
1: not, that. I really I'm, appreciate that. I'm not just saying <laughs> that. to hear.
0: Yeah. So I um I think you're really talented. So I'm excited to see where you take that and and I love just as a hobby. And so let's bring this full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this has been really great to hear more about what music means to you and and how you're able to give people a gift through your passion of music, um, the gift of a, a memorable time and kind of bringing together the emotions of the night that they'll, they'll remember forever. Um, so in terms of hobbies... Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I want people to take away from this is, is to pause a little bit and ask yourself the question, what do I do for fun? You know, what do I do that gives my heart that feeling of, you know, happiness and joy that's separate from work and, you know, separate from family life, even maybe, you know, just things that make you happy. And maybe it happens just kind of automatically throughout the day, if you have your eyes open to it, or if it's just part of your day, or maybe it's something that you have to intentionally plan out to make it part of your day. So I love what you said about photography, for example. So if you know that that's something that really brings you joy, then that's really worth scheduling in and making that commitment to yourself and to your family say, you know, I really want to get out there. And, um, you know, I want to go, what would you call it? Go shoot or go... uh
1: I'm just going to go into town and get some, get some photography done, you know,
0: go work on my photography and say you like twice a month, you know, I'm just going to make that commitment twice a month. I'm going to go into town and make it happen. So you're committing to yourself to, to give yourself the joy. And as a side benefit, the rest of us are also getting to experience the joy by you sharing that with us. Um, And same thing with music, you know, I, I'm sure this doesn't happen to you. I'm sure music is just part of your life. You probably have it on in your house. It's kind of funny. I grew up in a household that was not like that at all. I mean, there's probably classical music playing, but you yeah. know that that was about it. So I don't tend to have music on a lot, but I should. And kind of listening to you today makes me think, you know, I I should do more of that because I think it would make me happy. And so those are some of the things that I want people to be thinking about in listening to this conversation today, you know, about the arts and how they bring us joy. Mm -hmm. And that's a really important part of living a healthy lifestyle is making sure that we tend to that, that part of ourselves.
1: Yes. It's, it's very important. Um, I think, especially now, everyone's been kind of crammed in the houses and you got to kind of innovate and think of cool ways to do things, to make yourself happy. Um, As as crazy as it is for me, (laughs) I'm always doing so much behind the scenes, um, to do the business end of it, uh, more than the, like, so you would think that I'm gonna be having music playing all day at my house. I, I'm usually my, my area is like a little library. It's quiet. I'm just, you know, doing emails, I'm doing research. I'm and then when it's time for me to have fun and do the music and everything like that, I'll just try to, um, you know, square out a good hour or two throughout the day. You got to stay fluent with the the mixing and practicing. And a lot of times, you know, my son, Jacob would want to come over and come play too with me. So I'll, You know, bring them along and say, all right, go ahead, buddy, have some fun. So I think that everyone just needs to find something, whether it's like you mentioned cycling, um, getting out there and doing it, which once it starts getting warmer, if you want to make a garden for the year Mm -hmm. and just, just try something new, everyone should try something away from the norm away from the kids. If you always swamp with the kids, take a break every once in a while. It's okay to do that and try to do something to enjoy yourself because it just mentally helps you um, more than anything right now.
0: It really does. And, and I don't know all the science on this part either, but there's also something to be said for learning something new. And I'm sure you experience this with your business where, you know, the actual DJing part, I'm sure it comes naturally to you, but a lot of the business things are new. You have to learn software, you have to learn billing Mm -hmm you know, billing programs and all that stuff. But there's something really invigorating about learning something new, regardless of what it is. So like you said, if you've never gardened before, just reading up on what different plants need or how how you need to position them in your garden, how to lay it out. There's there's a method behind all that too. And you know, whatever, yeah. you do, it just feels good to learn something new in addition to the actual joy that you get from doing the activity. Exactly. And I love how you can share it. So we didn't even talk about adorable little Jacob, but I love how you can share it with your son and, you know, how your hobby, he sees you doing that. I'm sure he thinks all that equipment and everything is really amazing. And, you know, and you can share your love of that with him.
1: Yeah, I I, I really can't wait till like a day when he gets a little older and I say, you know, if he wants a summer job, you want to come on the road with daddy? You want to come yeah. work a wedding? You know, by that time, if he's looking for a summer job, I'll have plenty of work for him. Like, hey, you know, I'm gonna have you set up this and set up that and you'll start playing the music. But if he wants to take over the business eventually, hey, it's all here for him. Yeah, that's that's the thing about it. Setting a foundation for him.
0: Yeah, that'll be amazing. A father-son duo will be really amazing.
1: Yeah, that would be cool.
0: So this has given me a lot to think about and I hope people listening again are are taking away this idea of how important it is to bring joy into your life and how lucky for you, Freddie, that you're able, you know, you're able to make a living by bringing this joy to other people. But do you have any thoughts? And I might be putting you on the spot with this, so I apologize, but any thoughts for people who... You know, maybe you're just getting started, like they're really caught up in day to day life and go to work, take care of the house, take care of the family and anything that you find helpful. Like I know you're also really committed to fitness. So anything you find helpful in getting these habits started and making sure that you make time for you to do these things that are important?
1: Yeah, it's called work life balance. You got to you got to really take some time no matter throughout the week to figure out what can make sense to make something for you happy. It doesn't have to be an everyday thing, but if at least two, three times a week, if you can shake up from your regular routine on like an evening, you want to, I don't know, everybody, you know, with the pandemic, it kind of plays a role of keeping everyone kind of still cookie cutter then. But as the vaccines are out, people are getting a bit more comfortable. If you want to get out there and try to learn something new, whether you want to start painting or you want to get outside and start running or you want to learn a martial arts program or start cooking, You can go to cooking classes, um, just something to get yourself out there to just take it away from the norm of always, okay, work, dinner, bedtime, breakfast, work. It's like, it's a repeated, boring.
0: Groundhog day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it, it just doesn't help the situation. So I think everyone needs to take a little bit of time and find their best interest of not worrying about errands, worrying about doing X, Y, and Z. It's about me time. a couple hours a day or a couple hours a week, whatever works for your situation. I think everyone needs to do.
0: I love it. I I think it's so true. And I hope that by having this conversation and sharing it, that we're getting the wheels going for people listening and they'll start to think about how they can make that, that happen too. So thank you so much for being here. This was really fun. And um, I know, I know there are people who want to see your photography And are going to want to learn more about your DJ business. So where can people find you if they want to learn more?
1: Sure. So if folks like to follow me on Instagram, my page is DJ Backspin E-N-T. So it's DJ B as in boy, A-C-K-S-P-I-N-E-N-T. DJ Backspin E-N-T is for Instagram. Um, My photography page is Behind the Lens. 617s. Once again, behind the lens, 617 all altogether. And my website is www.djbackspin.com. You can find out more information on my company, videos, testimonials, everything in between. Um, you can find on my website.
0: Yeah, I was just checking it out. You have a YouTube channel with some of your um, play, playlists and what do you call it? Your mixes. Um,
1: I have a SoundCloud page that has mixes yeah. on there. My YouTube, yeah. I'm still building up. It's kinda it's kind of low right now, but I'm gonna start adding more some some more material yeah. to it soon. All
0: right, it was SoundCloud. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super. Well, I'll check it out. Maybe next time I'm riding um on the bike. I'll put some put put some of the music on and and check it out. So
1: Sounds great, Carol.
0: Thank you again. I really appreciate you being here today.
1: <laughs> thank you so much and thanks to everyone who listened today.
0: Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.